Hello friends, today we are going to be reading Luke chapter 17. As always, let's go ahead and get into our prayer so we can cover the word that we're going to receive today. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for the day that you've given us, Lord. Thank you for the people in our lives. Thank you for the continuous blessings that you pour down in our lives. For everything that you've done for us, Lord, that we cannot see, but we know that you are working out, Lord all the unanswered prayers that are coming our way, Lord. We pray for the knowledge, wisdom, and understanding to really grasp the word that we are about to receive and put it into work into our own lives. Lord, help us to share this with whoever needs to hear it. Give us the ability to bear the fruits of your spirit in everything that we do. Holy Spirit, be breathed into us and help us guide us through each and every step of our day. Help us to be beacons of light for your love, kindness, grace, and mercy. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So this first section is called Sin, Faith, and Duty. Jesus said to his disciples, Things that cause people to stumble are bound to come. But woe to anyone through whom they come. It would be better for them to be thrown into the sea with a millstone tied around their neck than to cause one of these little ones to stumble. So watch yourselves. If your brother or sister sins against you, rebuke them. And if they repent, forgive them. Even if they sin against you seven times in a day and seven times come back to you saying, I repent, you must forgive them. The apostle said to the Lord, increase our faith. He replied, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and planted in the sea, and it will obey you. Suppose one of you has a servant plowing or looking after the sheep. Will he say to the servant when he comes in from the field, come along now and sit down to eat. Won't he rather say, prepare my supper, get yourself ready, and wait on me while I eat and drink? After that you may eat and drink. Will he thank the servant because he did what he was told to do? So you also, when you have done everything you were told to do, should say, we are unworthy servants. We have only done our duty. This next section is called, Jesus Heals Ten Men with Leprosy. Now on his way to Jerusalem, Jesus traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee. As he was going into a village, ten men who had leprosy met him. They stood at a distance and called out in a loud voice, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. When he saw them, he said, Go show yourselves to the priests. And as they went, they were cleansed. One of them, when he saw he was healed, came back, praising God. In a loud voice, he threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him, and he was a Samaritan. Jesus asked, Were not all ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to him, Rise and go, your faith has made you well. This next section is called The Coming of the Kingdom of God. Once, on being asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come, Jesus replied, 
the coming of the kingdom of God is not something that can be observed, nor will people say, here it is, or there it is, because the kingdom of God is in your midst. Then he said to his disciples, the time is coming when you will long to see one of the days of the Son of Man, but you will not see it. People will tell you, there he is, or here he is. Do not go running off after them. For the Son of Man in his day will be like the lightning, which flashes and lights up the sky from one end to the other. But first he must suffer many things and be rejected by this generation. Just as it was in the days of Noah, so also will it be in the days of the Son of Man. People were eating, drinking, marrying, and being given in marriage up to the day Noah entered the ark. Then the flood came and destroyed them all. It was the same in the days of Lot. People were eating and drinking, buying and selling, planting and building. But the day Lot left Sodom, fire and sulfur rained down from heaven and destroyed them all. It will be just like this on the day the Son of Man is revealed. On that day, no one who is in the housetop with possessions inside should go down to get them. Likewise, no one in the field should go back for anything. Remember Lot's wife. Whoever tries to keep their life will lose it, and whoever loses their life will preserve it. I tell you, on that night, two people will be in one bed. One will be taken and the other left. Two women will be grinding grain together. One will be taken and the other left. Where, Lord? they asked. He replied, Where there is a dead body, there the vultures will gather. So that is the end of chapter 17. That last paragraph really left a number on my heart. I feel like this is definitely proclaiming what the end times will look like for us when, you know, it says two people will be laying in a bed and one will disappear and the other one will remain. In this section, he also mentions to remember Lot's wife. And Lot's wife was somebody that had been brought out of their misery, but they looked back. And when she looked back, she was turned into a pillar of salt for looking back on something that did not pertain to her anymore as she was being brought out of the misery that she was facing. I feel like this is going to be how it will be whenever we are taken to God's kingdom. I feel like a lot of us will try and look back at our families and be worried about our families, our loved ones, people that have left an impact in our hearts. But that is not for us anymore. Once we are taken to the kingdom of God, the things in this world, the people in this world, they do not belong to us. They belong to God and they are left to what God has for them. Unfortunately, some people cannot follow you where you're going to be going. But you just have to pray for them, pray that they find God, pray that they will make it to the kingdom of God, and just accept what God is giving you, and thank him for the blessings that he'll pour down in your life. Another thing it mentions is that in the day 
Noah entered the ark, everybody was still drinking and marrying and eating and they were being happy. But Noah entered the ark and then everything was destroyed. Just like that. It's going to be like that whenever Jesus returns for his children. Everybody is going to be living their life as normal. Nobody's going to see it coming. So I urge you friends to try and get your loved ones in line with God because we don't know when that day is coming. And tomorrow might be too late. I hope that everybody got something out of this word today. Have a great day and till next time.